Welcome to the Starting Line Church Sermons Podcast. Here at Starting Line Church, we are all about helping people embrace that there is more to life through Jesus. This sermon was first given at Starting Line Church in Cleveland, Ohio. Hey everybody, welcome to Starting Line Church. Uh, My name is Al, I am one of the pastors here. Uh, Happy Memorial Day weekend. We are glad that you are here with us um, to continue our DNA series, which is all about the makeup of Starting Line Church. Christians all over the world have this common characteristic of being unified around believing in and following Jesus. But we also believe that God has given each church community a DNA that is unique to them, a specific mission that sets them apart to do what God has called them to do in the world. Just like each one of us as humans have our own DNA and genetic makeup. So in this series, we're going to look at really the identity of Starting Line Church to figure out how we belong in it so we can be sent out to do the work that God has called us to do. Last week, we kicked off our series by breaking down the the story and the reason behind the name Starting Line Church and our mission of what we're all about here. We started off by talking about how life with Jesus is similar to running a race and how coming to know Jesus is just the starting line to our faith journey, that there's so much more to life when we're following him on that race that we're running. We're hoping that it set the stage for the rest of the series um, as we start to dive into just the specifics of how we accomplish that mission here. So today we're diving into what we call our values. We believe that in a relationship with Jesus that is thriving and growing and maturing over time, there are things that we need to value and hold onto tightly. And while there are many different things that we think are very important in our faith, we have three values that we emphasize and focus on in effort to stay on task. Think about when you value something. Maybe it's your family. Maybe it's success. Maybe it's popularity. Maybe it's your phone or technology. Maybe it's a characteristic you value in a friendship or relationship. When we value something, that means it's very important to us. Think about something that has a lot of monetary value. Maybe it's a car, maybe it's a house, maybe it's a piece of family jewelry, maybe it's uh, what a professional athlete or actor or singer gets paid. If something has a high monetary value, that means it's worth a lot of money for whatever reason. When it comes to our values here at Starting Line, there are things that are of great importance and worth to us. Concepts and beliefs that mean a lot to what we do and what we desire to revolve everything around. And we're going to spend the rest of our time together today talking about those and breaking down why we see them as crucial for us. So we're going to be in the book of Matthew which is the first book of the New Testament. Uh, Matthew is one of the Gospels that document the life of Jesus and is written from the perspective of Matthew himself, uh, who was one of Jesus' 12 disciples. We're going to be in Matthew 28, starting in verse 16, where we find Jesus with his disciples. 
Jesus' earthly ministry is now complete. <clears throat> there are now 12 of the 11 disciples um, because 11 of the 12 disciples because Judas uh, had betrayed Jesus at the crucifixion. And so at this point, Jesus has risen from the dead and he uses his last days on earth before he ascends back into heaven to give some final charges and instructions to his disciples. And so with this being one of Jesus' last commands he gives to his team, we can assume that he places a very high value on it. So this is what he says in Matthew 28, starting in verse 16. Then the eleven disciples left for Galilee, going to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some of them doubted. Jesus then came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you and be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So through the authority that Jesus has as God in the flesh, he's telling his disciples some very important things that they need to do. Go make disciples. Go teach. Go preach. Go baptize. And, and what's significant about this moment is that, yes, he's having this conversation with the 11. But it isn't just for them. This command isn't just for this group of people in this very moment with Jesus. This instruction to, is to all his disciples in the present, and all of the disciples and the Christians to come in the future. And here we are, over 2,000 years later, rallying around this same call because it's that important. So we're going to break down three things, um, which we have determined as our three values here at SLC. Faith, relationships, and purpose. Faith, relationships, and purpose. Let's break those down individually. Number one, faith. We value faith in Jesus Christ alone. The, the definition of faith is complete trust or confidence in someone or something. It's having a belief or putting your hope in something greater than just yourself. An example of faith is that I have faith that the Cleveland Guardians are going to win a World Series during my lifetime. I believe it. So when we say that we value faith in Jesus, it's what we put our hope, it's what we put our trust in. This is the foundation for what we believe as Christians. And it's not just saying we have faith or just saying that we believe in some higher power like God, but it's a faith that out of our love for Jesus moves us and transforms us and changes us from the inside out. It's a faith that we believe all people were created for, and if we freely walk in it, we get to experience life to the fullest. Jesus first talks about this concept in this passage of baptism, and he calls his people to do it as an outward expression of an inward decision and change. It wasn't about waiting until a certain point in your faith journey to do it. It's just a response to this decision of following Jesus. So the disciples were to baptize people because baptism unites believers with Jesus in their death to sin and their resurrection to new life in Christ. It symbolizes faith in and submission to Jesus as Lord of our lives. Then verse 20 says, teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. 
Teach them to obey. That's putting our faith in something. Teach them to obey is a phrase that, that calls our faith to action. And that's exactly the kind of faith we're talking about here. Faith in Christ calls us to action. It calls us to change. It's walking in obedience to what he asks of us, even when we don't like it, even when we don't want to. Faith in Christ is a growing faith, not a stagnant faith. And it's not a pick and choose what we want to agree with kind of thing. So we first must obey through faith, and then we can teach others to obey. Number two, relationships. We value relationships with other people. The definition of relationships is a connection, association, and involvement between people. It's when you have a deep communication and relation in the life of somebody else. So in a relationship, you are physically present and you're emotionally, mentally, and some, in some cases, our cases, spiritually invested in each other. Think about who you are in relationship with in your life. I'm in a marriage relationship. I'm in a relationship with my family members. I'm in a relationship with friends and mentors and coworkers. We were created for relationships. We were created for authentic and genuine community. So when it comes to the race that we run with Jesus, it's not just that we can't do it alone. It's that we're not supposed to do it alone. Up until this point, with the disciples. Jesus is talking to them and, and he's been through a lot with them. He was in deep relationship with them. He, he journeyed with them through years of ministry. He dined with them and taught them and performed miracles with them. He got to know the very depths of their heart. He's seen them at their very best and at their absolute worst. He's walked with them through his, his crucifixion and his resurrection. And so in this moment with them, they weren't at all surprised or confused as to why he was calling them to go be with other people. Go be in the relationship, go be in relationship with others because that's what they experienced with him. And it's when we pursue authentic and real community with Jesus and other people that we experience friendship as it was designed to be. Number three, the third value is purpose. We value the purpose of loving, serving, and leading. The definition of purpose is the reason for which something exists or is done, made, and used. It's an intended or desired result or goal for something specific. When you have a purpose, there is a certain direction or objective that is trying to be accomplished. An example of this would be the purpose of a lawnmower is to cut the grass. It's to make sure the lawn doesn't get too long or doesn't get too overgrown. In the same way, but we believe that all humanity, and specifically we as Jesus followers, were created for a purpose. We have different gifts, we have different personalities, we have different ways of doing things that are unique to us, but we are united under the common purpose of going and making disciples. Jesus' instruction to his disciples is, hey, go make more! Go make more disciples! Go tell more people about me! Keep adding to the number 
of believers that there are. Keep showing people who Jesus is. Keep bringing more people into what you are doing. It's not just a faith that is for you. But we have to go and share it with others. Sometimes that looks like talking to people and sharing our story and leading people to Jesus through our words. Sometimes it's loving people well and listening to what's on their heart. Sometimes it's serving those in our communities and in our lives selflessly and humbly. When we live out our purpose in this way and we get to watch people encounter Jesus and then eventually follow him, we experience God's greater purpose for us in this world to go and make disciples. Faith, relationships, purpose. These are our three values here at Starting Line because we see them as crucial and, and ongoing parts to our race with Jesus. And what's important to see is that when Jesus says to go and make disciples, go and baptize people, go and teach people to obey, it's not a suggestion. It's not a command. It's, it's a, not an up for discussion kind of thing. It's a command from God himself. If we have a relationship with Jesus and we are a Christian, none of these things are up for discussion. It's not a if you feel like it, have time for it or want to today kind of thing. Jesus says, if you believe in me, go and do these things. Chase after more faith. Pursue deeper relationships with people. Live out a higher purpose. This is a call and command from Jesus himself to go. So my prayer for us is that we would prioritize and value these things as a church, but also on our personal race with Jesus so we can continue to run with and towards him. As we leave here this week, my prayer would be that we would figure out what, which value do I need to spend more time prioritizing in my life? Maybe you need work on all of them, but which is the one that, that you need the most time prioritizing? As you process that, continue to talk to Jesus about that and figure out how he can reveal that, that to you. Let's pray as we close. Jesus, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for giving your son for us. We thank you that you, Jesus, defeated death, defeated the grave, rose from the dead to give us new life. And on this journey that we get to run with you, we pray that we would seek you and pursue you and, and value the things that you want us to value. Jesus, I pray for deeper faith, deeper relationships, and deeper purpose over us today. I pray that we would understand what that means for our lives practically, and that we would not just walk in it, but we would run this race with endurance with you, valuing these three things. We love you, and it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to our sermon podcast. If you want to learn more about Starting Line Church or to help support our ministry here, check us out at www.startingline.church.